0: what's up what's up what's up another episode of good, good story. story tonight we got a special guest yeah. visiting us here from his uh from his uh kingdom out down the street about two five minutes down the street we'd like to welcome mr gabe sewell welcome gabe sewell with stool strong What's,
1: what's up, up, gabe? Stool strong. Whoa, appreciate it thank you thank you thank you for having
0: me we had an opportunity to in the last couple weeks talk about some of the, the things Utah is different. We've had uh Trey O Foying and those guys with uh what do they call? Level up elite, yep. talking about the different things that goes on and helping the kids in the community. We want to make sure that we got uh, Alem Motel with Polly all oh, Polly because their camp's coming up. And we want to send a shout out to all the different camps. We got Tua talking about Law's camp. Actually it's not using his name, right? It's Nalu's camp.
1: Raising champions.
0: Yeah, raising champions. So raising it's a quarterback team. camp. And then we got all these pylons, stuff. Hobart son's going out to St. George and go visit out. We're with the, the uh, rain. The rain. Rain league. Rain. So seven oh seven. Pylons, the bigger ones that they got with all these high school kids, but they got a bunch of stuff out there. So right off the bat, we just want to welcome Gabe and just introduce you in a way. Gabe's right now, currently, he's the head coach of Orem High School, the four time four peat champions here in the state of Utah. Orem
2: Tigers give us the what. Wow, wow, wow. There we go. <laughs> and
0: that's another tiger first dad. So we'd like to welcome Gabe, and obviously a lot of us have have heard and seen of his family. Uh, he actually just uh, recently one of his boys was just drafted into the USFL. Congratulations to Gabe Jr. Thank yeah. you. And he's out at uh, Philadelphia.
1: Uh, the the teams, uh, I guess sponsored by the city of Philadelphia. However, uh, in the USFL, this league's going to be run over, I believe, 10 weeks in uh, a lot of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, nice. So, uh, like, all the players for all the different teams are pretty much going to be housed in, in Airbnb's Alabama. hotels in, in that area in, in games over Friday and Saturday.
0: Didn't Donald Trump used to own that league?
1: From what I understand, yeah. back in the Steve Young, Herschel Walker days, days, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Day. Actually, my father-in-law played in the USFL. He played for the Chicago Blitz. Yeah, when they came out. And that's how he met uh uh Whittingham. Him and him and Kyle Whittingham played on the same team, the Did Chicago you Blitz. Your father in law? Yeah. I didn't know that man. So and then he ended he ended his career with the uh, Arizona Outlaws. Yeah. 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 So that's who he finished Just, just throwing that out there. A little
2: IU yeah. fun fact.
0: Uh KF You. Anyways, so Anyways. <laughs> <Please>. Anyways. <laughs> so,
2: so defensive.
0: But anyways so Gabe, Gabe Jr. is out in uh, Philly. We got Panay, who's at Detroit, who was the number seven pick in the NFL draft last year. Am I correct? So he just finished his first season. Did an awesome job. Unbelievable job. And uh, Hell, proud man. of him. So he was coming out there. And then we've got Nephi, who just uh, did the, the combine. Okay. And so he's looking good. And when is the draft, Gabe?
1: I believe it's that last Thursday of the month of April. I believe it's the 28th, and it spans over the next three days. into the
0: weekend. Okay, and then we all know Noah, who's also an Orem tyre That's now. at Oregon right now. And We know he's a game. Potentially, I, there's not very many people that can say they could potentially have four boys in playing professional football. Well, so, Especially day, Polynesians.
2: Leroy, you know I've told, said this many times. And me and you talked about it. The Sewell family is the first fa- Polynesian family of football. Wow, you know, first Polynesian family of football.
0: So we I, and it, it's been great because I've I had an opportunity to like have some front row seats and with the things that's been going on. So I, I've been blessed to be able to see and experience some of the things that some of the things that they've done and gone through. So now they're moving on to a different uh, another stage of what the Sewell family's doing, and it's been awesome. Uh, they've got it's called the Sewell Foundation, Sewell Strong Foundation.
1: Yeah, we we, we just launched today, and we kind of it was a slogan that was. Um, that came to fruition out of uh, you know trial and tribulation of one of our you know Nephi faced while he was in high school, and we kind of ran with it over the years. And there's no need to reinvent the wheel. So when we knew we were gonna uh, this foundation was gonna you know come come to be, we just decided on this Soul strong foundation.
0: Can we talk a little bit about some of the things without going into too much too much detail? I mean, whatever you feel comfortable with. Uh, I love my, ne- my 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 nephew Nephi. He's he's gone through a lot. He actually, let's give a little background. When he was in high school, he was one of the highly touted running backs, right, out of yeah, coming out? he,
1: he, he was kind of categorized as an athlete back then. He played a lot of offense, a lot of defense. A lot of defense, and he had an injury. What was his injury? He, he had an injury. Um, the opening season, uh, opening game of the, his junior year, he, he, um, he broke his neck. Make a long story mm-hmm. short. Yeah. So he had uh, the C, halo put in C four, C five. Not the halo. Fortunately <laughs> enough, it wasn't that serious, but it was serious enough to, uh, serious enough to have four and five fused. Um, and you know, when kids and people in general, when when they invest so much time, effort, resources into doing something, and they believe that their dream, and then all of a sudden, it seems like it's taken away away from you, and. You, your future doesn't look as bright and as clear as you once thought it was. You tend to question uh, your existence. You tend to question everything in life. And, and, you know, that was some of the things that were happening to him. And it was a hard time overall for our family in trying to to help him, uh, you know, understand his self-worth, even outside of the game of football. But, you know, he stayed he stayed uh, diligent to everything, and, you know, we all kept the faith and continued to pray for him and, and stay by his side and in his corner. And, you know, we're at where today we're at, and he's at where he's at today by, by the grace of God and, and prayers, especially of his mom and all of those in the community and, and family and grandparents and, and everyone. So, yeah.
0: Perfect.
2: Power of prayer.
1: You know, that
0: I've had an opportunity to, like, experience some of those um, experiences with you know, kids that have had mental health and, and different issues like that, and I think that's just a little bit of part of what uh, the Sewell Strong Foundation is doing with uh, dealing with those type of things. Now, tell us what are the, some of the things you got that are at the forefront that's coming up that you guys are doing?
1: Well, events um, or anything like that? No. Well, we we just launched today, and and we're kind of right up against the football season, so our it's schedules started. our schedules are pretty busy moving forward, but. Our goal and our plan is to go into each of the cities that our sons have played in collegiately, uh, where we live locally. St. George has has played a a big role, especially in the older three's life. We moved up here in 2018 and North finished his high school career here at Orm. Nephi played at the University of Utah. Uh, My older son, Gabe, played at the University of Nevada in Reno and Panace in Detroit. So, um there's a need in every city across the country but we're going to initially start in some of these areas that are near and dear to our hearts and that have have helped uh mold our, our sons into the young men they are today and that's everything from education and mental health and most of it will be focused around youth initiatives um and education because you know knowledge is knowledge is power and uh football football i think Someone told me once, the NFL is not for long. So we want to make sure that they, they, they create a, a good foundation for them that even after any kind of sport that they play, that there's a plan in place and they have the resources and the network that they need in order to succeed, you know, whatever they decide to do.
0: Awesome. And I wanted to also talk about a little bit about Arlene, who's Gabe's wife. Both of these guys are college graduates. Um Gabe's got a doctor's degree, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss, <laughs> and
2: then uh, like the books.
0: <laughs> and, uh, Arlene's, Arlene's actually an admin over here at BYU, she's an IT specialist or something yeah, like, like that? Yeah, she works
1: in the IT department, I mean, I, I'm not the most technologically savvy or literate guy, so she works with computers, and that's probably to the extent of my knowledge of what she does. So, both Everything are professionals.
3: is classified. Yeah. <laughs> G14 <laughs> classified. So, if you need
2: anything
0: hacked, Arlene's your person. So, wow. But I, I look up to these guys because they, they have a lot of, uh, they, they, they don't say a lot of things. They move by example. So, uh, with their kids and, and the things that they do. And it's just, it's interesting because of the background they came from. Uh, Gabe came from a, a little town in a little island in the middle of the sea. Malaimi, American Samoa. And uh, there's some Tongans that lived out there too. Huh?
1: There's 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 a big Tongan community in our area.
0: Big yeah. Tongan community that's out there. A lot lot of Tongans. Yeah, uh, that,
3: that's
2: Leroy. You just touched on it. That's kind of one of the things that I want to know, Gabe, from you is <clears throat> is a little bit about your upbringing, you and Arlene and your guys' background. And Leroy were touched on it about touched on it just a little bit because we know the boys they play football, but a lot of people want to know like where you guys come from and your upbringing
0: and, and what club you used to strip out you know, like that. <laughs> and, and how superstar. you were
2: brought up because the foundation is not only a reflection of the boys but it's a reflection of you and Arlene and your guys you know your beliefs and some mm-hmm. of the things that you guys are your foundation is trying to push
1: yeah you know one, once upon a time on a little rock in the middle of the ocean so I, I was born and pretty much raised in American Samoa mm-hmm. uh went to school um and was brought up Pretty much in the old school culture, most Polynesians are familiar with, you know, you're told what to do, when to do, and how to do it, seen and not heard. So your feelings were non-existent. Matter. <laughs> and if you had them, keep them to it with yourself. yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take it with you. <laughs> you know, but it, 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 it's grateful. And when you're growing up in an island around those times, you, you learn. You learn to be humble. You learn to do without. You learn, I mean, used to watch things on tv right there's a mcdonald's there's this and there's that you know hey you just make do with what you have and uh, growing up you know it, it taught me a lot of things that sometimes now i see i took for granted and one of those things is simplicity right mm-hmm. when we first moved here to america when we landed in hawaii i took my kids to Moana just to walk around you know. It was funny to see how they thought we were at Disneyland going up and down the escalator as if it was a ride. It was- Straight
0: it was, from Samoa, game.
1: Yeah, straight from Samoa. And then my, my oldest son and my nephew, they worked while we're, they were back home as, as freshmen in high school, and they saved up money. So when we got to Ala Moana, they bought a, um, I think it was an iTouch
0: yeah. back
1: there that, like you know, it, it almost like, yeah, it was like iPhone, but, yeah. yeah. and uh, they saved up their money for that. And that was kind of the beginning of it went from iTouch to iPhone to never home <laughs> to you know we'd all be in a room and talking to each other eventually sometimes even now through our devices and we're all sitting 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 right in front of in, each other in the other. same room yeah um, so the simplicity is, is is what we miss as as parents you know even the kids miss it sometimes we sit back and we talk about the little hut that we let, that we lived in and how it, it was so easy back yeah. then, but but now, you know, in America believe me, we're grateful living in America. The American dream has blessed our family abundantly, but sometimes we just got to go back to the simplicity, right? Yeah. My wife, my wife was actually uh, born in North Carolina. She is a military military, yeah. Yeah, military, military girl, and then raised in San Diego, and then uh, she moved back to Samoa because. Uh, there's a movie that they made about my life. She wanted a oh, island yeah. boy, right? Oh. With she all wanted a co-star. <laughs> you know, I thought you were saying Johnny. And <laughs> I didn't have any castles. Oh.
0: she wanted to be the co-star of his she, she movie.
1: Came, so she, she moved back home uh, in high school, and, and and we met. You know, and long story short, we got married and had kids. It might not have been in that order, but you know, that's still the same result. And. Yeah. Um, you know, trial and tribulation. We, we. She went to BYU Hawaii while I was working graveyards at Merritts Housing Security. You know, the ghetto. <laughs> driving back to La Yeah in the morning and and watch the kids while she went to school and you know, we moved moved to San Diego after she was done. And uh, you know. Got back into some of my old ways that weren't quite conducive to to success in raising a family. Are you talking about oh, when you're a, a surfer sure, or? Or? Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly, <laughs> or I, I exhibitionist. Would, would <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it it took us Skateboard. back home. Th- this is kind of where the point in our fa- our family's life that kind of um, we always talk about because we we when we talk we understand now that. Uh, we needed to go backwards in order to get where we are today. And um, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. We went home back to the simple, simple life, back to Samoa, you know, and, 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 you know, she had a degree already great degree. And so she got a job. And, you know, I, I had to go back on the grind, but at the time my, my dad was the director of human resources for the government. So, I kind of got a good job with, with with the local, like, homeland security Welcome office, home. Right. <laughs> you
0: know, hometown cooking. Yeah. Come on home.
1: And then- It um, humbled you. It, yeah, it, it humbled me. And then probably about two years after that, because um, I was being paid off a federal grant, the federal grant was frozen because somebody else, not named me, that's for sure, you know, was kind of misusing some of some of the funds. No, signs back not home. the islands. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, some fraudulent yeah. activity. So after a month of not getting past, I "Can't do this. I can't do this." My dad owned a bus. I said, "You know what? I'm going. I'm going, Dad. I'm going to tell your guy who you have driving your bus. He's fired. He's got to get, he's gotta, he's gotta get out of the
0: wheels bus. on the bus go
1: around. Dad. <laughs> oh, okay. He's got to get out, and I'm going to jump in." So I did that, and one of my wife's co-workers at the time was a coach at. At a private school, so back home, like the four or five private schools joined together to form one team. And he asked me, hey, do you mind if you could pick up all the schools, the kids who were playing football, and bring them to practice? He says, okay, we'll do that. So I started that, and the first day, I dropped them all out of school, and I just decided to watch. I've, I've coached football when we moved back home, but I, I said I wasn't going to do any of that until my kids were older. So after the, the first practice, and I was like, why do you have that guy running around in circles <laughs> blindfolded?
0: So you know, I
1: I jumped out the bus and said, you know what? Can I help? Right. So after the first school. Don't don't name the school. No, I'm gonna name (laughs) it. Name the school. It was Fossil Maris High School. Right. I got to give shout out to 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 kind of where it all really started. So I, I I coached for that season there at the school. Matter of fact, after after three weeks of the practice. The it was a Catholic school, and the the pastor said, I mean the the priest said, "Hey, you want to come come in as a, a full time position as the AD here at the school?" I said, "Oh heck yeah!" Oh, only in Samoa, from the bus, bus driver, driver to, to the, the AD. AD. Oh, heck, heck yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do I'll do that. I'll do that and, and coach and and whatnot. And so I did that, not knowing my pay. Now listen to this: my pay. I got paid on the fifteenth, and the last day of the month. Each paycheck was two hundred and eighty-five dollars. Think about that. Could you guys live on two hundred
0: eighty-five? And how many kids you guys had this time?
1: We already had five. It was two hundred eighty-five dollars. Were you living that's, off of the
2: land at the time? No, but
1: that's he nice. was a that's surfer. Best, yeah, <laughs> fish. of course. Surf. Right. <laughs> you know, and I—I I was fortunate. We were best and fortunate that yeah. my wife had a real good job, right? Nice. And so. I'm like, man, I'm the only a d that get paid less <laughs> than the custodian right, <laughs> but I found out my true passion is I love being a teacher mm. in a d mm. and full time coaching mm. I mean before I was coaching before, but you know now I was actually studying, I was actually trying to attend clinics, I was trying to do everything I possibly can, and my kid, my oldest my daughter at the time was like in the fifth grade and then the fourth grade and whatnot, so I coached all the way until they came to high school, and my oldest son was a freshman. Before I'm like, "Wow, I think they can make a run at paying their their, their, their college education, get, getting it paid for." So, sat down with my wife, and you know, we we fasted and prayed, and you know, for months, and we got the answer: "Hey, we better go, we better go." But then the question was where? Because I wasn't moving back to Cali. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't going to do that again. But my sister lives in Saint George at the time. She said, "Come here, come here." So you know, we said, "Okay." We
0: but he was he was very weary about coming to Utah.
1: Said, yeah, I was. Why was that? So when we lived in San Diego before we moved, out, my sister already lived in Saint George, and this was maybe two thousand, two thousand one. We came up to visit one of my one of my good buddies, um, rest in peace, Tony Talioi and his family up in Salt Lake. We we were together at. Um, at BYU Hawaii. We drove, and if I guess back there, if you blinked, you would have missed St. George. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's nothing, there's nothing St. George, right? And she goes, no, come, come. So we came, but when I came, it was me, my kids, I brought a nephew with me, and then shortly after, so we were in a three bedroom townhome, two bath, and there was like 12 of us, right? But again, we just came from a tiny, tiny hut in the right. island where everybody slept on the floor. And it was, right. that's
0: a mansion yes, right now, you know? you
1: know? And the first thing I did is the very next morning, after we went, I went to high school. It was Desert Hills it was literally right across the street from the town. So I walked in, I said, hey, I'm so-and-so. I got kids. I love to coach. I don't matter what you want me to do. Then, you know, I convinced them in, in, in letting me be the water boy for the first year. And then, you know, slowly and slowly. But when they
0: saw the kids, they were like, do you want to be the head coach? <laughs>
1: Brought the, nah. the nephew. So and, and my so all my older sons have succeeded tremendously while they were there, and they
0: won state titles because Desert Hills is a new school when you guys went there. Yeah. they, 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 they were nothing.
1: like they were like two or three years in existence. Yeah, uh, they were new. And in the- uh, I you know my sons, all my sons have at least won one to two the, titles. These, they, they've they've yeah. won two titles since since it's been in existence. So, and the boys have all been a part of that.
0: Well, who has most rings in high school?
1: Noah, because he won a freshman. He got one as a freshman down there, at Desert Hills. He, he he he. We lost to Orem here in the semifinals as sophomore year when he's a quarterback. But he won, and two then he won after, two more after, after that. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah,
0: and the thing is that game. I always talk about that game. If Noah, like they were, they, we had Puka, we had everybody, we had Cooper, we had everything. They only had Noah and Panay, and that was if Noah didn't. I think it was like at the third. If he would have scored that. That touchdown that they came down, I think they were on the ten. You guys were on the ten or something like that. If they would have scored that, we were in big trouble because Panay was playing both ways, <laughs> and it was funny because he lined up at D line and Kingsley's like, hopefully he doesn't line up my side because <laughs> nobody would. But he lined up on the other side. But that was a that was a crazy game, and so with that story that gave gave the, the little bit of background on what it is and where they're at now, we've had an opportunity to like see from the the islands to now. Now tell me as, as now that you guys are at this point in life, how does the conversations change? Cause we talked about kids not paying attention, whatever like that. Cause we all kind of, well, I have older kids, Strong's has older kids, but tell me what is your relationship now as you have older kids, nobody's at home, you're empty nesters. How was it you know with them communicating because they still grasped on that that roots from the islands, and they still listen to Dad, I assume for the most part Sometimes. Yes. for the most part, <laughs> I just
1: want to know how your conversations are now. Is there a censorship on the mic?
0: um I mean you know you know like if somebody he comes up and out like if somebody can. comes nah. up and they say, "Can I buy a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar uh?" chain I mean what are you on what are you gonna do
1: you know' just buy me one <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I alluded to it early in terms of the upbringing you yes. know during our time right and that's how I remember they, they they don't they don't come out you know into this world with a manual right right, right. so that was kind of how we were raising our kids you know hey sh- 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 I wasn't talking to you I didn't ask you you know just sit there and be quiet. But when we came here, um, I was like, you know, we, we probably need to adjust our parenting in terms of, um, we're teaching, we try to teach our kids, Hey, you got to make good choices. You, you got to weigh out your pros and cons, choose the right, this and that. But how are they going to exercise that if we're not allowing them to make choices? Well, because the reason why I bring this up is because culture
0: had a big part in the upbringing of your kids bringing you to this, this point. And, uh, I think I've had a side look from Gabe a couple times when I've done certain things or said certain things to my son. And I just thought, I don't know how to be. A lot of times? I I just figured, because I don't know how to be any other way. So when the heavy hands come down to our kids, culturally, I don't know how to be any other way. I'm just saying, you want to feel these hands? But, anyways,
1: (laughs) it's it's a communication. I've I've watched Kingsley work out. I've watched him put the metal on that that 45 bar, right? And watch the bar bend. So here comes, the- I'm not quite sure what hands he's talking about,
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, here it
0: comes. but I'm just saying like at, at some point, that's what I'm saying. Cause at now at this point, when I'm telling him stuff, I got to look over and be like, damn, his one arm is bigger than my whole waist. But I, 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 I still talk the same and I, I don't, and I'm the reason why I'm saying this because there's a, there's a generational gap of the things that are going on right now. And it could, you know, kids nowadays, I can't relate. Like I I totally can't relate. So for me, less is always better. So when they come home at all hours of the night or they're playing video games to whatever, whatever, I have to take a step back and think, well, at least he ain't out doing what I was doing, you know, or whatever, because it's, it's a communication gap for me. I'm just speaking for myself. Leroy,
2: Gabe was saying something before you said, before you chimed in and I want to, he didn't finish because he talked about choices choices you make them They have to make their own choices right yes so,
1: so my wife and i started allowing them to make certain choices right we'd help them kind of understand okay yeah you can go out who you going out with where are you going okay we allow you to go out you better let us know where you at if you change where you're at going and there's something that i know we all have growing up it's, it's usually the sixth sense right you <laughs> you walk into a place and you can just feel it ain't right you better bounce. You, you better yeah. get It out. Smells like okay. <laughs> okay, but, you know, and 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 you know, it wasn't always you know unicorns and rainbows and and, and all that. But I think the, they learned the most through adversity and failure, right? Yeah, like everybody. Absolutely. Like ev- like everybody, yeah. right? I've, I've got a long list of dumb stuff I did as a kid. And when I sit back, and and, and I know this holds true for this. We need to sit back and look what we were doing. Right? Compare it. Right? Compare coming home at 7 in the morning under certain mental uh, inebriations. (laughs) I don't know. Or an hour late. No comment. Sorry, we were hanging out at McDonald's, you know, just chilling.
2: McDonald's is 24 hours.
1: So, you know. I, so is they, the devil. They learned, <laughs> they learned a lot. You know, my, my kids learned a lot. And the the one thing that my grandfather said that I in, in try to teach my kids is that uh, a good name is always better than a pretty face. So conduct yourself as such, and you'll be good. You'll be straight. Nice.
0: I have no comment. <laughs> I, I I'm just saying, so I know for a fact that you know, we're at a different stage, and it's been great to see because I I hope that we're blessed to be able to get to, or even just a little bit, experience a little bit of what Gabe and his family has been able to do, but I've been fortunate to be able to see this path that has been, you know, I remember Kingsley as a freshman working out with Panay when he was at Oregon, and to me, I was like, you know, because us, we're just, uh, you know, that's good. His, his older cousin is helping him out, and then to see where he's at now, he's still the Panay that we know, but it's like he's on a bigger stage. So, to me, it's – I don't know. It's it's almost like it, it's surreal in a point. Like, if Pene was to come in, a lot of kids would probably run up. And and, and when Kingsley first got his first autograph in Oregon, when people came – when kids, I was like, why are they giving him an autograph? He didn't even play. You know, like, so well, – He it's, looked apart. Yeah, so, I mean, they knew who he was. Yeah. They, they, they you know, there's people. And so, like I said, it's a, it's a different world because we – we come from a, a culture that young, like like Gabe said, you got to stay in the back. I don't want to hear anything from anybody in the back. Just be quiet. And now you're like at the forefront where like they want to talk to your kids. So you want to give them advice. Hey, remember your talking points when you're on the camera and stuff like that, because family is the most important thing. You don't want to shame your family. Yeah. And Gabe always says, and I use that too, is always keeping what's important. What's important, important, right? That's That's what you always say. So elaborate on that. You know, tell us what that really meant, because you say that a lot, and it's a great thing. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but tell me where that came from.
1: I think it just comes, comes from our own family and our own family unity. I think, you know, we always talk about service. We always talk about showing love one to another outside of our home, but it starts in the home, right? It starts in the home. And if you keep those things, those qualities, right, most important thing in teaching your kids they're going to go out and just emulate all of that so if we we always keep the main thing the main thing just or what's most important most important we won't have to worry about nothing else
2: yeah how many kids do you have
1: five i have five kids my my eldest is gabriella and she lives up in salt lake uh she served her mission in korea um she she's right now she so she moved it to salt lake she was working she's working at amazon but at the time nephi was also playing ball at the university of utah so they they got a place together it, it was convenient and you know stay with the sister and whatnot so it's gabriella and then my son gabe who signed with the usfl and then nephi nephi's actually older than Pene, okay. Uh and then Pinay and then Noah. Yeah. Nice.
2: and uh so with your soul strong what inspired you guys to put that together
1: so I think earlier, before we got on, we, we, we was, I mentioned, I think, the strong's about yeah. uh, when my oldest son was in high school, a freshman, Troy Polomato came to American Samoa in 2010, I believe, for the first time to have his camp. And he brought yeah. Ryan Clark. He brought um, all these NFL guys, a whole, a whole yeah. mess of yeah. them. There was a whole mess mm-hmm. of them. And um, they saw firsthand what it meant to kids back home, and, and even Noah, because Noah was walking around, I think with Troy's younger son, at the whole time on the field, as if they were. And they saw new cleats, new uniforms, new equipment. When, he, and my kids were always with me at practice, and they're like, "Dad, is that the equipment they play with?"
2: So how was how old was Pene and Noah Nephi? So how, how old
1: were they? Gabe? Gabe was maybe thirteen, fourteen years old, right? Nephi was maybe 12, eleven. No, twelve. Maybe them in twelve. And Penei was ten or eleven, and Noah was five, six.
2: That directly affected them. Yeah, yeah, it did. Okay,
1: it did. That was a seed. And and so they said, "Man, if we ever," it was always a conversation. If we ever make it to that point, that we want to do that, we want to give back. Wow. Nice. But they've had so many other experiences that have have added to what's important in their life. That yeah. there's there's other things as well that they want to do. Uh, in in the communities that they they live in now and that have have, have blessed them in many ways.
2: Have you, man, I you need to get that story to Troy, man. That story needs to get to Troy. We 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 have. You know picked, what I'm saying? Yeah, man?
1: yeah. Most most definitely, most definitely. Because yeah, there's video get, footage of that stuff. Oh yeah, right? that's why I, I saw it. that camp. Yeah, yeah. there's I video mean, footage. We have video footage on our. It went to Facebook. Archives yeah. of, of yeah. us with Troy, and oh, there's there's a video. And we all know all the high school kids were sitting up in the grandstand and they were singing this, you know, Sam Siva song. So, Troy, Troy got up and danced, and he, that. and he was wearing shorts. I saw that, and I Somebody had my ear on, on over, yeah. yeah. I took my ear off. And we, we were the smallest. I was the head coach of the smallest school there. And I put our Fasau Marist EA around him, And I was kidding. Smart. And all Smart. the other big schools, schools they were, were like, "Boom!" They were like, Smart <laughs> boo. Smart, hey. Hey. Smart. Hey. Smart. <laughs> I So, you, right there, you know, so they've been blessed and they just want to play it forward. I mean, they, they we've all been blessed in our lives and, and what they're trying to do and they just want to use their platform to give back in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people touch on this, too. Such a small island, even yeah. in Tonga. But think about how many
3: NFL it's players. Tonga. Tonga. Say it like that. Lala, can we get a, a correct pronunciation from it's the back? Uh, proper, yeah. The T is pronounced like a D, but, I mean, Wait, we're Lala's in America. Here? We can... <laughs> Oh, hey,
0: hey, hey Lala worth Welcome, welcome, welcome. He's been sitting over there he's just somebody somewhere. I didn't see oh, sorry, him, man. man. There's
3: more like? knowledge in the room. You're not mouth, you're see, ears. You, know, he's, you he's, know, I'm just trying oh, to catch oh, oh, some that's game. That's cultural. That's cultural. I'm,
1: smart, just I'm, smart, just I'm just, know, just trying to catch some right game. I'm going to have to use that
3: one. Gabe over here dropping jewels. I'm just making sure I brought a basket. What's up, you delinquents? yeah Easter
2: yet. <laughs> He just wants you to drop that. Tri-
3: Pacino. Yeah, for Can real. Dude, what, what, okay, man, while we're, we go. I, I don't know, I don't want to like shift gears, but please. when you guys moved here from St. George, mm-hmm. you might not have experienced it, but the buzz that came into this little valley. This community, yeah. Oh community my yeah. word. He's like, hey. You hear about those Sewell kids. Man, for about half a day, people were mispronouncing your name, and that's all it took. Everybody knew exactly, oh, the Sewell kids. Oh, where them Sewell kids at? Where we... Oh, there's more of them? That, that's a, that's another, another story
0: for another podcast and how that that all happened. <laughs> that's, that's another story, but I wanted to tell you this. Gabe, every time we go to places like, we've been all over the country. Gabe and I have traveled all over the country with different things, but I want you to tell him, Tell these guys just a few kids that come from that little school because you were the smallest school, but it seems like we're like Washington State. We went there was a couple kids there that you you coached. I mean, really? the reach was like I mean I'm telling you, and some of them were in the leagues. Yeah, these yeah, yeah. So it was crazy. Tell us some of the the kids that you know that you were able to come. Th- and these are all the kids that Noah see and how you see that you see kids like Kingsley sees Panay, but Panay saw somebody yeah. and somebody before him. He's you got know. Destroyed. Uh, that was that
1: was Noah. Yeah, they saw kids in high school. Yeah, yeah so that kids, are ta- in the yeah. kids kids back in the high school that I coached back in Samoa. A lot of them came and, and came and played at either Chabot, San Francisco City, uh um, Juco Realm. Golden yeah. West and whatnot yeah. and went on to play at either Wazoo. I had one that uh that played against um he played at University of Central Florida and he played against R G three in the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, I think in two thousand and Eleven. before. See, you we, don't even think
0: some more kids are out there. Yeah, you know.
1: So, you know, I've been fortunate enough, and, and another one that I coach, he's the head coach of New Mexico Military Institute. Yeah. Where I'm MJ's daughter, MJ's daughter. So I'm sending some of my kids out to him, and it it it's, it's just a it's
0: a it, it continues to roll. And so to roll a lot of people don't see it. The little, not the little, but the the lives that you touch as you continue That's to grow. So,
1: Viane Moala. He played at the U, the big D Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Oh, lineman. So, yeah, D lineman. Oh. So his father, the high school I coached at in, Sa- in Samoa, he he was the head custodian over all Catholic buildings, Catholic facilities, and we, t- we talk quite often. On one on one Friday, we were having high school football practice, and I saw him painting, and he usually brings his family out to help paint, so I saw his wife and some of his younger kids, but then there was this six three, six four 6'4", kid, painting i'm like i walked up to and i said "Ah, uh, Moala, is that your son he's like yeah the painter yeah that's my son why is he not out here in practice hey, how old is he he says he's in the seventh grade <laughs> Oh my!
3: hey
1: but God. but you gotta understand oh there's kids walking around like that everywhere so I, I was like okay it finishes high school league finishes in november the youth league starts in January, and I have a team. He's playing on my team, so he played with Nephi and Penae oh, wow. in youth football back in Samoa years ago. So wow. it's it, it, it's fun. I, I've got full two, circle. Like, I've got two former players that are also playing on the Warriors rugby rugby team, and one of them, Logan, was yeah, my, was at Washington State yeah. when we were on a visit. Yeah. Logan Tango. And so, and you it's, know, it's, it's crazy.
0: That, yeah. It's it's crazy, and and the reason why I touch on that is because the impact that this foundation is going to have, yeah. you don't know. Oh man. I mean, you don't know. We hey, talk about that story with Vi giving shoes to that yeah that that kid. Yeah, that that kid. kid that. Those are, came up. Those man. are the stories that's crazy. But when we when Gabe and I go, he's he'll say something, and I'm like, that kid came from that little school because it's it's a little school, you know. Yeah. And and to have them come out, you know, and it, and it's kind of. It's kind of neat because it's it's still happening now. Like we we always like I will get calls from somebody and says, "Hey, uh, do you guys have any shoes you can send down to Samoa for a kid that wears size seventeen? Oh, how old is he? Oh, is he a seventh grader? Like, oh, okay, I think we can find some yeah. out there, you know. And then equipment. We're always sending out equipment. You know, Orm will have stuff refurbished helmets and stuff like that. Those kids think those are Jordan ones. Like, oh, you know, sure, that's yeah. they're they're running home and. And Gabe's talked about that, too, where they've come to practice and their shoes that are taped up, you know. And and we take stuff like that for granted, you know, first world problems. So yeah. I, I just want to, you know, encourage everybody to continue to, like, support things like this because that's what we're all about. That's what our podcast is all about, really, is just to be able to make sure that we're extending the, the hand to help. Even if it's a little morsel so of the information, if somebody can just move on with it, that's great, you know, so – if anybody's asking me a question, I'm gonna try to
2: pass it to Gabe. Gabe, <laughs> hey, What's the website for the foundation or where can they you it's so, have, yeah, it's, I know you guys just came out today? It,
1: it just came out today, so it, it's pretty much bare bones. Yep. We we haven't quite mapped out the year to a T yet okay. because it always we always with the kids playing football and this and that, it's it's kind of always hard to to align the the stars and the calendars mm-hmm. or whatnot mm-hmm. so that we it all fits. So um we believe it's SewellStrong dot org, right? And if there's anyone out there that
0: S E W E L L f- yeah. Strong dot org,
1: if anyone feels inclined, there's a link there. If, if they want to donate to help the causes that you know we're eventually going to get full throttle into, please, please.
0: It is a um, nonprofit. They've got the tax ID number. You can yeah, donate that.
1: Most definitely, and all that information is is, is on the website. So, um, yeah.
0: We appreciate Gabe coming on. Thankful for all the stuff. We we got, we could talk all day. NIL stuff, recruiting. Gabe's the guy. He's the he's the dictionary behind all this. But we appreciate him coming out here because we know that he's he's busy with all this stuff. But I wanted to show. There's something that you guys want to ask that you didn't know about Gabe. I'll tell you one thing I didn't know about him. Well, years ago now I know, but he grew up in Oklahoma or he lived in Oklahoma. Yeah. So he's a country boy. You know, so. So,
1: so military? S- no. Kay. Don't
0: talk about the Alabama Seuls. Let's not talk about the Tuscaloosa D- Different story? <laughs>
1: uh, different time? Different podcast? <laughs> no, you can tell
0: that story. That's so, a funny one, too. I mean,
1: the last name Sue originates from Oklahoma. Uh, my grandfather lives in Oklahoma. Leroy met my grandfather. He lived no. with us in St. George for a little bit, but he moved back to Oklahoma. Um But that's, he adopted my father years ago. Gotcha. Uh, out of, out of Samoa. He, he. My dad was one of the village boys that uh, kind of helped uh, clean and cook and do all the fa- hours for those who were on contract back home. And then mm. he said, Hey, do you want to go to school in America? So he, he brought him back to America, put him through high school, put him through college.
0: But a lot of people don't, you know, they think, So, that, how's no. that? Is that Samoan? No, no, no. Well, yeah, but, it's... There's some more, but we
1: broke this story on good
0: story. Story. Hey, I'm just saying. We got little morsels here and there, but there's some (laughs) other other things, but I'm not gonna let Gabe tell the the cotton story. No. No, no, no. No, that's a different
2: (laughs) I just I just have a question that I I know a lot of people want to know. you know we can break it here first, but you don't have to get into details, but I just wanna know what did Aaron Donald say?
3: <laughs> he was holding him. Highlight this clip. We're gonna isolate this one later. Let's hear it. I, I just, you know, because that's whatever. I, I, yeah, I just I want yeah. there's memes because out there. there's
2: Aaron Donald right and there's the yep. young bull. There's Aaron right? Donald and Aaron Donald never grew up. Aaron with Donald didn't know the young bull <laughs> was like. But here's the thing, Aaron Donald know, he know Polys. Mm. He didn't know this one. Yeah. He, what, what, what was the
1: without? You don't have. I mean, well, while that was happening, my wife and I were sitting in. The north end zone, and that stadium is beautiful. By the way, it's I probably which stadium is that? SoFi, SoFi, okay, SoFi Stadium. Sorry, the Super Bowl champs stadium. What's going on? Okay, okay, (laughs) I think I've heard of them. Yeah, and go on, Gabe. So when that was happening, I stood up, and I was like. Beep beep beep! Uh, that uh, beep uh, beep uh, beep! Uh, you know, and uh, my was uh, was like, a father and shit. like a father. Yeah, yeah father my shit. wife was looking at me like this. I'm sorry, but you know,
3: get that mother. Uh-huh. Like,
1: yeah. Was that the the surfer soul? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surfers speak. the Surfer sailor, what's That surfer language, baby. Like, was the San Diego soul. Oh. And then you know, I was like, man. After the game, so after the game, we we went out to eat. Yeah, and I said, boom, shoot. That, that's what we call panacea, booms. What did Eric Donald say? <laughs> but my wife was sitting next to me. He said that he was talking his ish. You know, this has been he was talking his ish. So I go, okay, hold on. As soon as my wife started conversating with his agent on the other side, I turned on. So what, what did he, did he it? Really <laughs> say? He yeah. goes, beep, 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 beep. I don't want to repeat on this podcast, but anyways, I said, so what did you say? Yeah. I said, what did you reply to the bathroom? I said, you don't scare me, you punk ass, mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Man, you could have asked this
0: story before we got online. <laughs> no, 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 we no, wanna everybody hear, we wanna wanna break it. Break it. Yeah, no,
1: because... I, I, that, was, that was the only thing I wanted to know, but my kids are so respectful of their mom Absolutely. and when she's around and her ears, oh, yeah. like, you know, no. they don't, put, you know.
3: But even that altercation, you can see in the video, he gave Air Donald a chance. He get, he let him talk, he, he let him talk, and then when it came time to act, he didn't bow down. He, he you did. know, he he was firm but fair. You know, yeah. he he showed his discipline that he grew up with in the Samoan household. Oh, and then when it came time when it's like, you know, you better do something, you're gonna let him do he did it the right ro- I I don't know anybody that watched that clip that gave him like a negative review after that. that if anything, viral. we gained yeah. more respect yeah, I, for him because oh, yeah. he held his ground. He was respectful do as long rookie. as he could. That's from Samoa. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: mean, that was a very proud father moment for me. Oh, oh very man. proud. Especially after, because it, it's kind of an Aaron Donald signature thing to grab a guy's yeah, face mask. Yeah. He does that, and the fact that he just he reached out that. and grabbed his face and he mask held it and it held just
2: like, like that. I bet you, Penne was like. like my mother's stronger than you. <laughs>
1: Back up,
0: homie. Yo, yo, yo. The funny one was, and, and I'll tell you, we've heard tons of story of Panay at Oregon, but the the, the gang, most gangster thing that I've heard from, from him was from player, other players. You know how they say, let other players talk about you? Yeah. So Kayvon Thibodeau will probably be one of the top five picks of this draft. Right. He comes up to Kingsley and he goes, Panay made me. Now I'm going to try to make you. Like, that's oh, yeah. that's straight up. Like, and if you if the that number one DN in the t- in the country is telling you that oh you know he was a bad mother, <laughs> you know what
2: I'm saying? Gabe, <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell us one of your, you know, since Penney's been in the league, just one of your favorite stories that um that he's told you or you saw on the field that he was able to, to do like Like another perform. proud moment? Yeah, you know? it doesn't have to be you know Aaron Donaldish, but you know something. Yeah. Something good for the Good Story podcast listeners.
1: Uh, this this is so me. This is one off, not not, and this has nothing to do with. Um, oh, I love it. Nothing to do with the game. Love it. Right?
2: Love it.
1: Already. Is when the first time we went out to uh, when the first time my wife and I went out to Detroit. We went opposite. Because of, we just had different things going on at the time, <clears throat> and um, he 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 bought him a house. He bought him a house in a very affluent area. And when I got there, you know, we we sat and talked there that first night. And he goes, I- "I'm glad you're here, Dad, because this is what's to come." And not to, I guess. Boast or nothing. I mean, he's 20 years old, mm-hmm. got a one-point-something-something something home, beautiful home, and to hear him say that it's soon to come for his mom and he's doing everything to help his siblings, um, you know, that that to me means more than any accolades yeah. that he could ever achieve in football because oh, yeah. it, it's just a reminder that <laughs> he, he, he knows he will always remember who he is. Yeah, right. He was brought up, and until this day, right you know, even though he's made it first, even as as Polynesians in your sibling line, he's in the middle. Yeah, everybody middle. still knows their place. Yes, oh, yeah, and no I matter see. my my kids know that no matter if you're the youngest and you make this or not, yeah. you you you're still a here. Place. Yeah. As far as my sons are concerned. All of them have probably, all the younger three have probably done a little bit more in terms of football than their brother. But nobody messes with Gabe Jr. (laughs) But nobody will test that (laughs) dude's hands. (laughs) (laughs) Because he is even shorter than all of them. Yeah. There's a look that he'll give them, and they'll shut up. They'll shut up. Yeah, I've
0: seen it at a, I've seen it lots of times. We were working in all poly camp, and uh, Noah was being Noah, and Gabe said something, and they were very quiet, stood up straight. Say anything. This is just like a couple of years ago, <laughs> yeah. so it's it's a funny and, thing that they know that.
1: And to me, you know, all that I'm more proud of that than, than anything, anything that than, than, it's Respect, you know, you know? regardless of what the accolades and who, what their name is or what it is, and they, they they understand that within the family dynamics, you all know your place.
0: I I, I think a lot of us too. We we don't really uh, really think about that. In the, in the in the context of where these kids are now, because everybody just sees Panay as this high draft pick NFL player, but I remember how proud I was when I watched him at the Outland Trophy. But not just Pene. I, I've heard Pene speak before, so I knew that was going to be a great talk. But just seeing cultural awareness where Gabe comes out with these Waikanga and their pair with him and Arlene and what they're wearing traditionally—that oh, was right. big. And Pretty another much. thing too is, he's the first Outland Trophy winner to ever be at Oregon,
1: ever, right? Yeah, he's the, the first Polynesian Polynesian and <laughs> first uh, Oregon. Yeah,
0: Outland Trophy winner. So, yeah, first Polynesian. But then there's another great thing after that is that if you think about it, Panay's 20 years old. There's guys in college still playing 20 years old. There's high school players that are 19 years old. So to finish his first NFL, you know, not not to say anything bad about guys who hold their held back, but there are 19-year-old players that are in high school, and this kid is just – man now, man-child, has now played his first year and did an awesome job. But.
2: I want to know where they play high school football at 19 years old. Cuckoo. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. So so la- we la- 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 sorry, Lala. La- la- sorry.
0: La- la- <laughs> sorry. Yo, why are you got to say cuckoo? <laughs> like, hey. Hold my baby.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> man.
0: Anyways, oh, one, moving huh? moving along, moving yeah. along. Yeah. So <laughs> nice as we, I don't give a rat's. So if you
3: don't Easy. like it, don't listen to us.
0: <laughs> but anyways, again, we like to thank Gabe Sewell coming out here yeah. and setting the setting the bar. That's what I like to see because kids they see that and they have something to shoot for. They say, you know, Panay made it, Noah made it, Nephi made it, Gabe made it. You know, they they can do it. We can do it. Troy Omalu made the kids see that firsthand. So, and I'm I'm thankful that these guys are going to make themselves accessible to these these the community with this Soul Strong Foundation. So, uh, thank you again, Gabe. Love you. Uh, he already know, and all you guys right here, love you guys too. Let's hold hands and see Kumbaya.
1: Great job, Gabe. Yeah, love well, you, Gabe. I, I appreciate you guys for <laughs> having me. You know, yeah. growing up, you know. A sign that that you made it is if you came on the Arsenio Hall show. Well wow. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> the fact that <laughs> I made it on the good podcast show, hey. I'm you alive, know? man. Hey. I'm alive. No, okay, I'm just well.
2: thankful that he came the first day they started their foundation. We broke it in on the <laughs> good stories. You know I mean? just, let's let's Come just let's,
0: let's just let's just make sure that Gabe understands how grateful we are on the first day. <laughs> yeah, so appreciate you, Gabe. I shout out to our guys. sponsors, nice Encore nice. Of Sports Marketing, you. for making this possible. Trappuccino. Still haven't even tasted, but Trappuccino, yeah. you know, coming worry, out you there. Call Don't and, ruin uh, your calling. Oh yo, judge me. Oh. well thank you, Bishop Fula. Okay, roll it out because well, we you done. You know what they say, you know
2: what what they never say. Never let the truth stop you from telling the truth. Hey, but now you know, know what they say. You know what I was when you pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great show. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all was trying to bag on me at the
0: end. Always trying. To-